0: It's time to get inside the Giants huddle. Let's go back to your huddle on Giants.com
1: and the Giants mobile. Go 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 go. Part of the Giants podcast network. Welcome to the newest edition of the Giants huddle podcast. Today's guest. Well we might have three generations of Sims around here somewhere but we have (laughs) we have the middle generation here with us and that is Chris Sims from NBC sports. Chris thanks for being with us man. How are you? Thanks John.
0: Doing great man. Uh, Just happy to be out here. It was a good day just watching some Giants football.
1: Well, talk to me. What do you think of a Joe Judge-run practice? And just so the folks know, we're recording this literally right after practice. Yeah, right.
0: I mean, listen, you know, I worked with Joe up in New England for about a year and a half when I was kind of in the coaching world and figuring out what I wanted to do after my playing career. I'm not surprised with what I saw in practice today. Like, very detailed, intense, you know – Football basics really being talked about, tackling, catching the ball, you know, the details of situational football. So from that standpoint, listen, I'm I, I know I'm a, so I'm a little bit of a homer here, I'm a huge <laughs> fan of the coaching staff. I mean, I I would be saying that if they were coaching another team, just because of their core beliefs are very much of what I believe. Whether it's you know Joe Judge, Patrick Graham on the defensive side, Jason Garrett, who I've known for a long, long time, uh, I think I'm really impressed with the practice but I'll tell you more impressed than anything it's just I think the look of the team I think the team how so it stands out physically to me you know first thing I always stand out and go on a field is just go let me just see the pure size of the football team the Giants are one of those teams that are going to walk off buses and people are going to go damn they're big. Holy crap, look at this offensive line. Holy crap, look at this defensive line. Uh, so that's, you know, old school Giants team building, New England Bill Belichick type of football. Uh, I was impressed with what I saw there. And of course, I think the skill guys are very underrated as well.
1: Yeah, so let's talk about these yeah. skill guys. How yeah. does that help as a former quarterback? How does that help a guy like Daniel Jones trying to make that jump in his third year? Well, I, I think it just as a quarterback
0: right off the bat, when you have talent, it gives you confidence just because you just go, Okay, wait, I don't have to make it happen all the time. I could throw a five yard slant and, and it maybe becomes get a 30 yard play, right, exactly. Right, exactly. You get a guy like Kenny Galladay now where Oh, wait, everybody's covered, but Galladay's big, and he's rangy, and he adjusts to the ball great. I'm in trouble. The pocket's collapse and Everybody's covered. Let me just throw a back shoulder to Kenny Galladay. He'll make the catch even though he's covered because he's got great hands. So those are the things like talent around you does. But I think more than that is it can put the defense in compromising positions that can make it easy in the quarterback. And most importantly, I think, is it emboldens the offensive coordinator to do a lot more. And I think that's where between Danny Dimes and I think his continual improvement and Jason Garrett having some more toys to play with it's where the offense, I think, can make big jump.
1: And the offensive line too, right? You mentioned they're big, but they're very young. Very so young. So talk about how you, as a quarterback, watch an offensive line develop in front of you and how their development can help somebody play the position. Yeah, right. Well, you know, I think the the big thing is with, with
0: the offensive line – you know, you just want a group that you know loves playing, is in it together. They can communicate, mentally, right? Yeah, definitely, because that's part of you know the game so much. There's so much as you know communication of the line of scrimmage between the quarterback and the center and the other four offensive linemen on you know two on each side. So everybody's gonna be on the same page that way. And really, you know, against the offensive line, as you know too, is just once. They kind of find their communication and comfort level and then also within the system and they can start to play physical and move people around. You know, as a quarterback, again, you just go, it's like a little bit like we talked about a second ago. Now, oh, the defense got to bring the safety in the box. Oh, this is a great passing look. I got one-on-one with Kadarius, Tony, and Galladay now because they're worried about Saquon and us overpowering the run game. So, like, that was another thing that jumped out to me about practice. I just... The the amount of run plays I saw, the work on the run game, you know, just not surprised to see it from a a coach that was you know in the Bill Belichick tree. That's for sure. And Joe Judge.
1: Now that's not in vogue though, right? You talk to the analytics guy; all these guys yeah. are into modern football. Yeah. But how does that impact for someone that played the position again? Right. The quarterback when you have a Saquon and you have a run game that defenses are really yeah. worried about consistently, not just getting two three yards, but right. maybe gouging you for big games. Uh, well, I think like. You
0: know, you're right. Like, it's not the in vogue thing. But I think the really smart offensive minds in football right now know running the ball and play action pass is the most dangerous combination in the sport. Just look at the Titans, right? Well, look at the Titans. <laughs> look at Shanahan and the 49ers going yeah. to the Super Bowl. Sure. McVeigh. All right. Sean Payton and them. I know it was Drew Brees. They run first team the last two years. The New England Patriots, right now. And even at the end of Brady's era, there, it was more of that type of play. So, you know, I, I think it, it, it helps your complete team when you play that style of football to help your defense, they're on the sideline, resting, you're wearing out the team. And, you know, and, and really when you have the play action pass available again, well, Tampa in the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, sure. Or in the playoff run. It was run up the middle with Fournette. Or play-action pass, protect Brady. We got one-on-one. He'll throw a strike. That This team can do that and I think put some teams into you know, some tough, tough
1: positions. Is that the, Did I answer the
0: question? No, nope, that, that, okay. that was good. That was good. You know, you get me going.
1: I don't <laughs> know where the hell I was going. <laughs> by the way, not much unlike your dad, by the way, just, just for the record. Um, you mentioned this before in your answer. I thought it was interesting. I want to jump back to yeah. it. Do you think Jason Garrett was in some ways limited last year and how much he he could do because again the offensive line struggled especially the first half of the year right you lose barkley you have some injuries at wide receiver do you think he had to alter the way he called the game based on what was going on with the players i don't think there's any doubt
0: you know you have to play an offensive style of football and jason i mean he wants to be aggressive and throw the ball and make big plays and do that but he also knows if you're not set up the right way you can end up getting blown out that way if you can't protect or people can't get open. Things can get and bad real fast. Things can get real bad real fast. Yeah. Exactly right. Your quarterback, he getting get killed because he's holding the ball, trying to throw the ball down the field and all of those type of things. So, you know, I think one, it's a new place. You had a quarterback that was only in year two last year who was in his second system. So you're careful about how much you put on his shoulders from that standpoint. And then all the things you mentioned, it was like the perfect storm of like, okay, we just got to manage the offense. We can't just attack people. And I think that's 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 what you'll see differently this year is an attack and more pressure uh, on defenses from the Giants offense.
1: I've been trying to convince Giant fans of that for seven months. I'm happy somebody that played the game said it, too, because that's what I saw watching the tape, too, that he had to protect the quarterback and with a good defense. That's your best chance to win games, right? Definitely. They
0: had to change the way they played. They had to play a (laughs) conservative offense. Let's win the game through the defense. Keep Mm -hmm. the game close and we'll win by a field goal at the end. You know, if Jason Garrett just went out there and was like, oh, it's like I was at the Cowboys a few years ago and we're just going to throw it everywhere, the Giants would have got blown out in some games and who knows what the record would have been. You know, that's where, again, I'll go back to Joe Judge. The one thing I'll say about him that jumped out to me more than anything last year, win or loss, every game I watched, I thought he managed the game and the game plan was correct. Now, now everybody might have have made the right play. Sure. It might have been a mistake. But I thought the overall approach to what they had to do to win that game was right almost every week. And to me, now you add talent to that and all the other things we said, that we could get something going here. I think the like, the offensive skill guys are underrated here, and I think the country could find out about them in
1: September in a hurry. By the way, the best coaches don't call the game they want to call. They call the game that gives their team the best chance to win, which can be two very different things, by the no, way. Well, no yeah. doubt. <laughs> I mean, I was with a
0: coach early on in my career in John Gruden who taught me a ton of football, and don't get me wrong, but there was games where he would just go, no, This is what I do. And you want to go, yeah, this is great, but we're going to be in deep crap in the fourth quarter. Have you seen that defense? <laughs> yeah, right, right. We, we, we can't play right. this style. We don't match up with them that way. Right. Um, no, that is the game. The game in the NFL right now is week-to-week game plan, game plan specific for who you're playing. You can't just say, this is what we do, and we're going to do it to all teams in the NFL. That Those days are over for the most part.
1: Limited Giant season tickets are on sale now for the 2021 season. In addition to ticket savings, membership benefits include access to exclusive events, experiences, pre-sales, and more. You can lock in your seat starting at just 100 bucks. Call 888-NYG-1925 or visit Giants.com slash tickets for more information. Don't miss it on your chance to experience a premier hospitality experience watching Giant games and world-class concerts in 2021 as a Giants suite partner. Limited full-season locations are available or place a deposit for individual games. Call 888-NYG-1925 or visit Giants.com slash suites for more information. Two final questions. We talked about the things happening around Daniel Jones. Let's talk about Daniel Jones specifically. Fans will look at the touchdown numbers, completion percentage, interceptions, touchdowns, all that stuff. As someone that, again, has been in that spot, what do you watch for a guy like that in year three? You mentioned it, second year in the system, better weapons. You want him to kind of match the explosive production he had at times as a rookie with the better efficiency as a second-year player when he had fewer turnovers, right? Right. So what specifically do you watch for with him on the field, watching tape, watching whatever you do? to think that he's going in the right direction, is on the right track. Well, I think there's way more positives than negatives.
0: That's the first thing I'll just say right away. And, you know, I, you know, what I would say to all Giant fans out there is, like, you know, what did you really expect from the team and what he could do last year with what his support system was and where everything was? You know, don't be unrealistic in the expectations. You know? And again, I know it wasn't as good as he wanted or maybe we all wanted, but there's still tremendous physical ability. I mean, you tell me any other quarterbacks that ran for an 80-yard gain last year. Oh, that's right. There's only, like, Lamar Jackson. Jo- I mean, he, so he's a special athlete that way. He's a pretty good decision maker. He is, throws a perfect spiral every throw, has a strong arm to make all the throws, right? And there's, to me, there's only one negative about Daniel Jones' game. And, you know, a lot of the things that we talk about, yeah, are team-oriented. The only thing I'll say, and I don't even think this is that bad of a thing, is of course him holding the ball in the pocket. It's the only negative. It's the only thing I look at to go, if he can change that, he has the ability to be a big time quarterback. You know, again, the NFL right now, you and what I say it's a positive in a lot of it, he's trying to do right. And it shows you he's fearless in the pocket, which is another positive thing. It's just Hey, you got to know your team. You got to know, hey, one, two. When you start to get past two in the NFL, unless you have like the best offensive line in football, you got to start thinking, I got to move. I got to get out of the pocket. I got to avoid something. And those, I think, are the plays that he probably looked at and goes, wait, why am I still patting the ball after I'm on the third read and now I'm waiting for the fourth? You know, play a little bit more backyard football, I guess is what I would say. That's the only thing I look at as a negative. And I think with the talent and now another year in the same system finally. I'd be shocked if it wasn't a whole lot better.
1: How do you work on pocket presence as a quarterback? Is that natural? Can you practice that?
0: You, you can practice it. You can. You know, the one thing is you just got to get used to life in the NFL. Your turtle clock has to change a little bit. And then they can drill it, too. You know, he's got to change his thought about, okay, maybe he has to early on in the year play it safe and just go, I'm going to go one to two. And then if two's not open, I'm going to look at the pocket. You know, the good quarterbacks in football right now are looking at the pass rush at some point. Josh Allen, Mahomes, Rodgers, after they hit that second read, they look around to go, wait, am I in trouble? Can I sit here a little longer? Or do I have to make a move? And I think once he drills that in his brain, and you can do things out here in the practice field, to
1: help speed out that process, and of course bring that to kind of the forefront of your
0: brain a little bit at the position.
1: Final question: yeah. Where do the Giants land in the NFC East? Break down the division for me. I, it could, I could see any of three teams winning this thing, and the Eagles are the Eagles, so who knows? Yeah. How do you break the whole thing down, or where do you think the Giants land? I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say it like this: I only look at it. I'm, I'm not all on the Cowboys. So,
0: listen, I don't think the Cowboys can win the division. Um, defense is a problem, right? A defense yeah. is a problem, no doubt. I don't think you're going to see 100% Dak Prescott hitting on all cylinders right away during the year, especially right now. He's got a hurt lat muscle, right, all that. Philadelphia, I'd say no way. To me, it's going to be Washington. And the Giants. That's what I really look at. I think the the Washington's very similar in the way they're built. Big, awesome defensive line, pretty good O line, better skill position guys in Washington. They realize with Curtis Samuel and Terry McLaurin now to go along with Gibson at running back, where I go, that's to me where I think it's going to come down to. You know, hey, let's, let's see. The NFC used to play in the AFC West this year, right? Yeah. AFC West and so, they're playing the NFC South too. Uh, Not oh, easy. Yeah. Okay. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's going to be tough. There's no doubt about it. But I think the Giants have a lot of the core traits and things you need to be a playoff football team the one thing I'll say after seeing today and I know I'm sorry, talking too long no go ahead you're fine just, there is there's no team with this offense and defensive line that the Giants aren't going to say wait we can match up with them or they're they're not going to have any game they're going to go well we're, we're going to be overwhelmed up front and to me when you have that and now you have some coaches who understand
1: X's and O's in the back end of all those
0: type of things, you got a chance to, to do something. So
1: in short, you're telling me the talent deficiency that maybe we saw a couple years ago, that has dissipated. I think know? it's dissipated. I
0: think now it's just about young guys learning to win, find their edge. Hey, people always go, they're pros. They should know how to win. No. Winning in the NFL is not like high school or college football where you can make 15 mistakes and still go, we won by 10. <laughs> no, that doesn't happen <laughs> in the NFL. Game you game make two man. mistakes, yeah. and you could be going, we lost by four. 14. You know, you can make no mistakes and go, we lost by seven. So it's a different way. And you do have to learn that as a young
1: player, what it takes to kind of finish out games in the NFL. Chris, you're very generous with your time. We appreciate it. Anytime. Get with your dad and your son, and we'll talk to you later. All right. Thanks, buddy. You're the man. Chris Sims on the Giants Hotel Podcast. We thank you for joining us. Everybody, make sure you check us out on Giants.com slash podcast, the Giants Mobile app and your favorite podcast platforms for Chris. I'm Schmelk. We'll see you next time.